A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. At times, if we really listen to the words of God in Holy Scripture, we should be upset. Today is one of those days. We should be upset because uh, God does not honor those of us who are on top. God is not rewarding those of us who have abundance. God is looking around, and maybe today, in this particular church building, he'd be happy because he sees a remnant, a few, not a huge abundance. As you know, earlier this month, I was in St. Peter's Basilica with the Pope and, and a million other people. We're also there for the burial of uh, Pope Benedict. The congregation was in the thousands. The congregation going to visit the, 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 the coffin of Pope Benedict in the thousands. When he celebrated Christmas, New Year's Eve Mass, 5,000 minimal. And each event during that Holy Week, thousands of people came from literally all over the world. That's a contradiction to the, today's scripture. I believe a remnant in your midst, a people humble and lowly, a remnant of Israel. What is he saying? Well, let's, let's emphasize what he's saying by reiterating Paul's words to the people of Corinth. You were called, not because you're wise by human standards. You were called, not because you're noble by birth. God chose the foolish. Now listen, he's talking about us. God chose the foolish and the weak to shame the strong. He chose the lowly and despised the world who count for nothing to reduce to nothing those who are something. Now, if we really hear that, if we heard that on the news this afternoon or tonight, we'd probably say, what 
The blank is that person talking about. What is she saying? That we're not good enough for God. As a matter of fact, we're too good for God at times. The lowly, he respects a great deal. Background, Zephaniah. People were, as you know, the Babylonian captivity was the hardship of, of ancient Israel. And when people started coming back, they got used to being with the Babylonians, some of them. They said, you know what? Go back to Israel. We've got to build the temple. We've got to do all the worship. We've got to go to church. Well, temple. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay here. And they, many of them intermarried with the Babylonians. And it's a lot easier to go to this temple today and that temple tomorrow and, and have a little God in your house and have a little God down the street. It was a lot easier. Want to bring a pork chop and offer it to God? That's it. Going back to Jerusalem, we got rules, we got guidelines, we got we to feed the hungry, we got to make room for the thirsty and the naked. I'll, I'll stay up in, in Babylon. So those, Zephaniah is saying, those who choose to go back to Babylon, and for us, not Babylon, but Israel, for us, it's like coming to God. For those of us who choose to come to God, to Mass, to Holy Catholic Mass, we're like a remnant. We saw that through the pandemic, how the churches diminished in numbers, and everybody watched the Mass on TV, cute, you know, but not the, quite the same thing. For those of us who come back and want to hold on to God, he's saying, you, us, with a remnant. You know what a remnant is? I mean, my grandmother used to sew, my mother used to sew. And if she was, as a matter of fact, one of my dear friends made this vestment. Uh, the material is from uh, Thailand. I wanted, I want international material for all my vestments. Well, if we took a piece of this, okay, as a sample and gave it to someone and said, okay, match this sample, this piece would be a remnant, not the whole garment, this one little piece, just match this and give me the right colors that would match it. A remnant. God is saying, the remnant of my people are coming home. Few. There's a phrase in Italian too, pochimaboni, few but good. A remnant is coming home. And that remnant speaks no lies, does no evil. Nor should there be found in their mouths any deceit. And they will pasture my flocks with none to disturb them. So the thousands and thousands and th millions of people who are Catholic are not part of the remnant. If they do not act, we do not act according to the scriptures. And Jesus reinforces that. We'll hear him in a few minutes how he reinforces the humble of the earth. You, you could be rich and you could be humble. So it's not, a, it's not an economic thing. It's not a pocket full of money thing. It's an attitude. We can be rich financially because you did your good job and you got a good job, blah, 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 blah. But you can also be humble and remember those who are the rest of the remnant, maybe who have less. And don't be foolish with your wealth. Paul makes it very clear. God chose the lowly and despised 
who count for nothing and to reduce to nothing those, my words, here he has translation as, is something, hot stuff. He decided to reduce to nothing those who think themselves as hot stuff. Now, this goes right across the board throughout the world. I'm reading a book now on the voice of the martyrs. It's about specifically women in persecuted countries throughout the world who are Christian and who are persecuted because of their Christianity. Men and women, but the book is about women. So Southeast Asia, Indonesia, uh, Nigeria. If you're a Christian, you don't count for much. So, so the tides are turned there. But God is still talking about those people because there, the minority that's in control, or majority that's in control, are the Muslims. So there the Muslims are acting like the strong ones, and the Christians really are the remnant. But God is not talking about Muslims against Christians. He's talking about people, all of us. How we need to respect one another and really regard one another almost as better than me. In our country, regrettably, we have an attitude. I guess I, I can't say we. Many have the attitude that the white people are better than the black people, the brown people, the yellow people. And we open up our TVs this morning, last night, this weekend, and we see another protest, another series of protests around the country about the death of a black man at the hands of black policemen. But the policemen, I don't care what color they are, represent the high-mindedness of society, those who are in control. So, see, it works right across the board. If you're in control and you think you're hot stuff, you're nothing, God is saying. If you are humble enough and recognize yourself as God's person, God's people, you are acting like the remnant of God, and he wants us to act proudly as remnant, proudly to give respect to all people to regard others as better than ourselves at times. So it happens across the board. It's a, in our country, we see it in color. But it's not in color throughout the world. It's usually in religious choice. But it still hurts the body of Christ. It still hurts us as a community of believers. Now Jesus really turns our faith upside down when he gathers his apostles and says, come up, guys and girls sit down, and he gathers, it's a distance from the, the, the Sea of Galilee. I was there on the, the hill of the Mount of, of the Beatitudes. And he sat down. Now, Matthew says he sat down on a mountain. Not a mountain, I was there. Okay. It's a hill. But he sat there for two reasons. One, because if the people sat around him, they could hear him as his voice penetrated. And two... Matthew knows when God speaks, he speaks from the mountain, metaphorically at times. Comes from God, goes to us. So he puts Jesus on a mountain. It was a hill, but it was a mountain because Jesus is speaking on behalf of God. And he gathers the apostles around him 
and his disciples. And who are his disciples and apostles? They're not the ones that live in palaces. They're not the ones in control of the government. They're not the, the wealthy of society. They're the remnant, the poor, the hungry. They're following Jesus because he offers hope. And for us as Catholics today, Jesus offers us hope in the midst of crisis in our families, crisis in our society, right across the board. Because if we identify with Jesus, he's with us, and he holds on to us, and he listens to us as we pour out our hearts to him, no matter what we're asking for, no matter what we're praying for. So we are this remnant if we hold faithful to him. And he says, those of you who are poor in spirit, attitude, and it's attitude, yours is the kingdom of heaven. Now just think, they're poor, maybe not quite understanding what poor in spirit means, which is humility, but they're poor, and he's promising them heaven. That's like the guy laying in the street, metaphorically, saying, hey, listen, get up, because that, that big Mercedes is here to pick you up and take you to the local palace, local hotel, and, and put you up. You're going to live there for now. Mind-blowing. Blessed are the poor. They will get heaven. Again, don't forget, it's not economically poor. It's attitudinally poor. It's attitude that this person here is better than me, and that person there is better than me, and that person there is better than me. And if everybody is better than me, then, then I look up to them with respect. I don't care his color, his religion, his gender. What, that, that's not the issue. God, Jesus Christ, comes to all of us. And we who hold on to his message, the remnant who hold on to his message, need to put these words into effect. And he takes care of us. If you're mourning, you, I'll, I'll take care of it. You'll be comforted. But if you are meek, you'll inherit the earth. The earth. If you're meek, if you're not a show-off, it's all yours. What does he mean? Heaven is mine. What am I going to do in heaven? I don't know. I'm here and now. But my attitude, if my attitude is a meek attitude of love and respect for all, it comes back. You don't do it as a deal, you do it because it's the right thing to do, and it comes back. People will show you love. People will show you respect. It happens. There were times in doesn't. Yes, I know that. That's people. People make mistakes. Now he says something identifies with their stomachs because they're poor people. They're overtaxed by the Romans. They have no rights, practically. They can go to the temple, but nothing else. Those who Hunger and thirst. Now that they understand. Hunger and thirst. That's, that's tangible. For righteousness. The way you hunger for a piece of bread, if you're starving, I want you to hunger for righteousness, for what's good, for what's correct, for what's just. This should be on the news today. Our reporters should be reporting this as people are protesting, whether it's in Union Square or Washington Square, throughout the country. This is what we should be promoting. Righteousness right across the board. And it has to start with me. It has to start with each individual.
We can't say they, 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 or... No. I'm part of the remnant. I'm part of the family of God. I'm not powerful. But I can certainly do things that are righteous. And you know what? A lot of people don't like Francis. I, from, the moment he, from the moment he came out on the balcony, the day he was made uh, bishop of Rome, he, he asked the people for prayer. He bowed to them and asked them for prayer. There were over 50,000 people in the piazza. You could hear a pin drop. They were confronted by a righteous man. They were confronted by a humble man. And, and I'm Italian, so I can say this. And Italians are loud. We, 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 we get at a table and everybody talks at the same time. And so in the piazza, it was very loud. But he humbled us. He put us in place by his example. And he continuously does that. And because he does that, he seems like a communist in some people's bizarre heads. The ideal of communism is, is there. Everybody should be equal. But we are in not a communist country. We're in a country that you know, respects wealth and possessions and things like that. Good, good, good. It's a different system. That's fine. But you still have to love everyone. You have to, still have to realize everyone is equal. Maybe not by the size of their pocketbooks, but they're equal by the dignity that God gave each one of us. To us, we conclude a little, a little, a little smack on the head, a little, a little shot in the arm, a little, okay, guys, let's do this together. Rejoice and be glad if you're punished or if people hate you because you've been, been, been righteous or because you've been part of the remnant. Your reward in heaven will be great. Hang on there. Keep working toward righteousness and humility as part of his remnant.